0: Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte.
1: I'm I'm selling a house. This is the first time ever doing that. Buying a house seemed like would be the beginning and end of all that. I was like, that was hard and adult. Let's never deal with this again. Let's never leave our little hobbit home. Can't afford to live there (laughs) anymore, so we're selling it. Going to make some money off of it, which is awesome, but it is a jungle out there. People need places to live, Yeah, and I have the upper hand. Just talking to my real estate agent, Heather, it is a world of wild, wild people. They see (laughs) wild shit. Um, Heather's had prospective buyers come back at night to see the house that they were super, super in love with. And the owner did not follow the rules to not, you know, it's like, don't interact. Like, let the agent stand in between. And not only did he not follow that rule, he also popped open his trunk and tried to sell the prospective buyers um, a bunch of illegal Nikes. (laughs) Um, And they backed out of the deal. Heather was telling me on how safe Glendale was over three years ago. This dude in some, like, Star Wars... This dude in some Star Wars cosplay, strung out maybe three days on drugs, was slumped against a car as we walked by and was like, hey, ladies, you want some drugs? And pulled (laughs) down like a Chewbacca bottom piece or something that he was wearing and had on a Merkin and pulled a packet of pills out of his fur Merkin and tried to give us drugs. And we were both like, what the fuck is happening? (laughs) She's like, Glendale's really safe. So not only was this guy sort of dressed like Obi-Wan Kenobi, but then he like yanked up his robes. And then I was like, and he's
0: Chewbacca beneath
1: here too? Uh This is.
0: Where my (laughs) ultimate fantasy coming true. Insert Chewbacca noise here. (laughs) All right, you guys, (laughs) welcome to Sidework Possum. Wow, we're a possum. (laughs) Welcome to Sidework Possum. Hey, guys. Welcome to Sidework Podcast. I'm your host, Andrea Wallace. I'm your other host, Brooke Van Poplin. Oh my God. And sitting in with us, our good friend, happy to have her here, Sunna Bilstead. Is it Billstead? Am I saying it that is. right? Yeah. Suna. Suna Bilstead. You have consistently
2: said Sunna for a while. Yeah. And I don't correct. Because why? Yeah. It's I think okay. I go back
0: and forth. Suna Bilstead. That's my right. fault. People it's a fun often one. call me Andrea. Andrea, Andrea. Oh, yeah. So.
1: People love to call Jocelyn
0: one. Jocelyn, yeah. Jocelyn.
1: And I'm like, there's an E in there. Yeah, Pick yeah. it up, okay? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Move your mouth. I used Jocelyn.
2: Sanaa. 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 Like, it's just Suna. <laughs> it's just, you can read it. But for some reason, it was like, I've never heard that before. I have to make it something different and weird.
1: <laughs> and is that a traditional Dutch name?
2: no okay I didn't it's think turkish so.
1: it's turkish my mom oh, is yeah. turkish Yeah, that's what it is yeah
2: and my dad's danish people, danish. people always confuse dutch okay. and danish as well got it, it well indeed. fuck
1: us okay it's well it's a winning it. combination Let's start
2: again guys winning combination
0: no. on the eyes it's okay, it's okay. You it's, okay. Know what I'm saying? it's okay um Oh my god! So I have some fun headlines right off the bat, you guys. I thought we would start with some upbeat uh, news in the restaurant <laughs> industry because we're gonna get dark real soon with this week's topic <laughs> for hit. sure. Oh no! Um, so there's a fast casual there's a fast casual salad chain called Just Salad that started um, in 2006 in New York, and they're pushing hard now. They have over 40 units, the big growing chain, but they have reusable bowls is there a big thing, which I thought would be fun for us always talking about the environment. So you like have a bowl that they give you and, mm-hmm. and you keep and, and then that's, that's what you awesome. use when you go in and get your salad. As you
1: should mm-hmm. because the garbage that these places generate is
2: so aggressive. It's horrible. It's Especially these like the vegan Coolio places. I took... A, I used to shop at M Cafe. You know that place. There's a bunch of them. Mm. It's on Melrose and La Brea. It's like a vegany kind of super healthy. Oh, I don't
1: go that way. I'm I, not, those are not my people.
2: <laughs> I'm not I'm pretty too loud. sure they have one somewhere else. I don't know where. But I used to buy this like special, like like the, uh, this marketplace salads and I would bring my plastic back to them. This was like probably four or five years ago. Oh, and yeah. they looked at me like I like was a crazy you, person. Yes. Yep. Th- and that's what and happened. And I was so, and I stopped shopping there because I'm like, are you kidding me? I'm literally bringing back the M Cafe labels. I'm not just like, these aren't just, this is your stuff. And they were like, eh, eh. Well, I
0: was supposed to do that. Well, I, mean, I supposed to. Yeah. Ugh. So that's awesome that this place is doing it. So this it place, needs yeah, to happen. It just needs salad. Um not only do you get like an emotional boost, right? From bringing it back in and having the feeling of sustainability and the feeling of giving back, whereas like you just throw shit in the garbage and you're like, Whatever, you know. But you also get an extra free topping on your salad when you bring your bowl back at this place. But I think it shouldn't be optional. It should just be like, you
1: get one bowl. Yeah. One
0: you bowl. Get
1: one bowl. Yep. And it'd be really fun if yeah. it's sort of like those uh, really European sort of bars where your mug stays on a hook on the ceiling. <laughs> I like And it. They've, they've just got everyone's bowls hanging up there. And you're like, yeah, there's the Brook bowl up there. Go get my trough, make you me don't a salad.
2: Yeah. But everything
1: goes, right? Like, yeah. we're like, everything goes through a dishwasher situation like what do you think is happening at a restaurant the plates don't get thrown out after one night of service it's like people yeah. are
2: really weird people about very, it very is weird. very American though I mean it is legitimately statistically very American this whole to this whole like package and to go thing yeah I've had like European friends over the years especially from England, like be like what is this like all the delis in New York they're like what is this we right you go this this 15 is 15 layers of it's protection it's very much not I mean I don't know What it would, this was probably years ago. I'm sure it's much more, yeah, to go bullshit in Europe now. But I think it's American stuff just takes over everywhere. Well, but we (laughs) have like a
1: a super, uh, but we have like a super over-aggressive, like, overreaching, um, like, you know, Food and Drug Administration, health codes, all of yes. the... which I guarantee they're all in the pockets of packaging. Oh, it's just like one lobby and after exactly. another being... Because... Like, pocket
2: the pockets of packaging. Yeah. But, I,
1: but I mean a Packaging is super, super <laughs> yep. evil. It was a... It's, again, it goes back to all of our annoying boomer parents and just this sort of, like, I forget how to carry something. I need to hold something in 15 bags. Like, if you just... Hand if like we left a store and I'd be like, here, just carry this. They'd be like, Well, what am I supposed to hold it with? And like, (laughs) your hand? What
2: the fuck? Like people Like that's how I walk out of the stores nowadays, because I always
0: forget my bags. Like juggling. I I actually I walk (laughs) out of stores carrying like 15 items in my arms. To prove a point. Yeah. I don't need a bag. Yeah. I'm always like yeah, and plus I'm just like I'm good. I'm the one that forgot, so I should have. To, I should be tasked with this. Yeah, absolutely. How, how many things can I fit in my purse? I'm you know? The the,
2: the to go fast food industry though is also based in like the uh, sort of if we're gonna talk shit about the American yeah. value stuff. It's also the American workforce system, which is like, oh, I have to work. Like, there's no time. It's like all about like, like time, da, time, da, time. Da, get back da, to the da, da, office. Da, 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 it's da. not like you just saw me roll up here with Burger King.
1: Okay. <laughs> you can take your siesta. <laughs> my comedy career was built on a joke about just salad. Got me my first TV gig. Oh, hey. Um, Because that is a New York chain that I hate more than any of the other salad (laughs) chains. And I hate, and you would get in line at the lunch rush, you know, during New York City, which is, we all know it's a blood sport. Uh Um, It's very like if you don't know what you want when you get in that New York rush line you're a trap like my joke is like a trap door opens <laughs> and you just get spit out down a chute back onto like Madison Avenue or whatever where it's like you gotta have your <laughs> mind made up <laughs> exactly exactly but it's all it's like hey it's fun get into the line at just salad it's like step one you step know? in line step That's in line. They call it. step one and then it's like step <laughs> two build a salad your way and then it's like step three ten thousand ingredients and you're just like oh my god what the fuck and like you can't step figure- four that'll
0: be 34 dollars exactly
1: <laughs> it, and exact and like i just hate that place and you have a panic attack when you go in there every time and then to me the name is really really condescending where it's like calm down it's just salad it's just- <laughs> you're kind of being a bitch it's just salad, it's just salad. oh
2: does this give you an anxiety attack oh. having to make decisions on the fly sorry it's just salad it's just salad calm down <laughs>
0: Hey, let's do uh, some, some server submitted stories.
2: Okay, so I'm going to read a story from Cheesy Bread 666. It's kind of a follow up to uh, some past episodes, but a little
1: story mixed in there as well. Fine.
2: Okay. All right, here we go. Hey, Sidework. That's you guys. It's not that. me. Hi, Suna. <laughs> I know it's not the newest episode, but I was just listening to episode 59 that's centered around bussers, and I just wanted to agree that yes, good in parentheses, bussers are amazing. They are, in my opinion, the front of house equivalent of a dishwasher in that their job is so incredibly crucial to how a restaurant runs. and Harris mentions bussers at a high-end restaurant in Vegas, and I'm actually a server at a high-end restaurant in Las Vegas. And mm. I work with a man who is a career busser. Hell yeah. Ow. We know they're out there, baby. He has been with our jam for over twenty years. Wow. Holy shit. I obviously have no idea how much he gets paid. I'm sure he does very well. Yeah. I mean, I guess, I would hope, after twenty years. But career busers are definitely a thing. And let me tell you, this guy knows everything. Everything. He's a- he exactly the strong and silent type that you guys describe in the episode. <laughs> Amazing. He's like an illusion. He requires absolutely no direction. I barely have to speak to him and everything is pristine. Ugh. See? Um, okay, so she... Uh, well, I don't know. It's cheesy bread. Who it doesn't matter. Cheesy bread is a person. It's a girl. It doesn't matter. Just got off my Valentine's Day shift, so time to have a few well-deserved cocktails. <laughs> But I felt compelled to send you guys a message to help praise the heaven-sent bussers that help save our asses and praise
0: the podcast. Amazing. Thank you, Cheesy Cheers. Bread.
2: Yeah, six, Cheesy 666. Six. Six, six, six. That's so funny. Career. but I mean, yeah. Yes. I,
1: we went into it, and it's just like, if you are wow. at a really great place, yeah. and you are the person who silently and Expertly carries and executes everything that needs to be done yeah. at the restaurant. Everyone's gonna be like, "You the man, you the woman." Here are piles of tip outs, and I guarantee their wage yeah. probably goes up after so many years if the restaurant's like this person is indispensable and yeah. never gonna leave. Yeah, you get a really nice. I mean, flat especially rate. in a place
2: like Vegas, like that place totally. runs on. Hospitality I mean, I don't,
0: jobs. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: So, you guys, this is from Shannon R. And I love that everyone who's writing in is referencing past episodes, which is awesome and means you're listening. We love it. (laughs) It's so fantastic. Um, And obviously, we only do a few server-submitted stories and episodes. We don't want to blow through them. P.S. Keep sending them, guys. We're getting thin again. Um, All right. So this is from Shannon R. Hey, Goyles, which, come on, I love that. Spelled it G-O-Y-L-S. And this is a little bit long, so let's buckle up. I'm currently listening to the Marion ketchup episode, and hearing Al's mention of cutting his finger on the glass reminded me of a couple of doozies from my days as a waitress. I used to work at a locally owned tapas prefix place in my city that was notorious for being understaffed. The owner was money hungry, and to keep labor costs down, decided that two servers, one buster, and no bartender on a busy Friday night was enough. God. In parentheses, it like... So wasn't. I was busting my ass serving a private group in the upstairs loft area, about 30 people, as well as half the dining room together, probably about 50 people total. It was insane. I mean, that's an insane section. I was running my ass off all night and was beyond weeded, but it was at the point in the evening when most of my tables had finished dinner and were on their way to desserts or coffees, et cetera. I had a table of six older women all ordered teas, which we know is the kiss of death Ugh, so I trayed myself up six giant glass mugs of piping hot water and proceeded to carry them into the dining room. Little did I know, the tray was wet on the bottom oy, 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 and ended up slipping out of my hand. Instead of scalding the old ladies, I tipped it back onto myself, letting it pour down the long, tight sleeve of my dress and all over my left boob. Uh, uh. Take a moment not to the not stop the boob. Stop the boob. Everything smashed, but I got the fuck out of there so hard. After getting fixed up in the bathroom by a very pregnant woman who I had unknowingly served about a one and a half bottles of wine to that evening. <laughs> I, that's another story, Shannon R. Send that in. Okay. Left all my tables to fend for themselves and went to the ER where I was treated for my second degree burns. Wow. Ugh. Yeah. I was off work for about a week and had a pretty gnarly scar on my arm that included. Drip marks of my burnt flesh. Luckily, the boob was okay. A prime feature of mine, thank God. To top it all off, my asshole boss wouldn't sign the workers' comp forms, so I never ended up getting any money that was owed to me. <gasps> prick. Okay. Yeah. At a different place I worked at. We had a giant bag of ketchup that hung on the walk-in fridge. On the wall on the <laughs> walk-in fridge. I know. Ew. Ew. I I guarantee. Okay, and it had a nozzle on the end. Okay, so it was like hanging down like a little suckling bag. Yeah, yeah. Ew. Okay and had a nozzle on the end, and you could squeeze to refill the bottles. One night, I replaced the empty bag with a new one, popped the nozzle on, and hung up the new 25-pound bag in the holder on the door. The nozzle, of course, wasn't on properly. Popped off, and roughly 25 pounds of room-temp ketchup came spewing out all over me. I shoved my hand in the hole to try and get it to stop. (laughs) but was unsuccessful and ended up having to get my boyfriend to come get me with new pants to wear home. This sounds like me when I got my period during gym. Anyways, I ended up having to throw out my entire uniform and also got scolded the next day by my chef for quote unquote purposely wasting 60 dollars worth of ketchup. Such oh a my god.
0: Chef. I'm getting like shining elevator blood like truly oh flashes right now. That's fucking incredible. And she says purposely. I love that okay. she just, like shoves her fist <laughs> to fucking ketchup bag. It's like, it's like. I said no. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what I love about Shannon is she's like, I'm gonna tell you all everything. Okay. She,
0: is there,
2: there said, more? There's more. <laughs> oh, Shannon, Shannon. Come on,
1: this is this is great though. Okay. She says. Shannon says, I also once worked with a dude who was new in the kitchen and at the end of dinner service while bruleing a creme brulee, which means like you're Burning. burning it with a torch, got molten sugar all over his hand, essentially bruleing his fingers and knuckles. It was super nasty and honestly looked like something out of a horror movie. But the dude came back a couple hours later, all bandaged up to help the back of house with their closing duties, she says, a better man than I. I'm Canadian, so some of the crazy shit you guys talk about, in example your wages, doesn't totally resonate with me, although I sure do love to bitch about my job, so you guys have that totally covered. I heard about you guys from my favorite murder a while ago, and almost signed this email off with stay sexy, don't get murdered LOL, XOX, so Shannon from Winnipeg, Manitoba, Canada Amazing! I love her so much, so I, I emailed her and asked if she would be willing to Tell us on the podcast about Canadian service and different things and blah, blah, blah. And she's in. Cool.
2: Awesome. awesome.
1: Hell yeah. We do, uh, I think we've mentioned before, like we want to, with your help. We want to go international. Europeans, Canadians, Mm -hmm. different service sort of scenarios with tips and gratuity and all the nonsense that happens. Write us. Let us know. Tell us what we should cover. And if you want to participate, we will start to stitch this together and we want to speak your server language back to you.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. On top of that, just remember, keep sending in those server-submitted stories. We love them. Sideworkpod at gmail.com. So we got Suna in the house. Hi. Who? who I, here's what I really like about our guests and our friends. We, we want to make sure we have a wide variety and include all of our amazing, hilarious, talented friends here. Hmm. Um, And just, like, asking, like, did you, do you actually have any service industry experience? And Suna today is like, oh, do I fucking have experience? <laughs> <laughs> like... We would love to hear you, to hear oh you God. tell your tale.
2: I, I mean I don't. I, honestly, it would be it would bore you to to really get into the amount of things that yeah, I've done in the service industry.
0: Is it's four? How about a highlight reel?
2: So um, well, basically, like I I was one of those people that was like, I don't need to go to college. I'll just be, like have my whole life be worked out, and by the time I'm twenty one, all those other people that went to college will be like, oh, I we should have done what sooner, did. <laughs> um. But that didn't wasn't correct uh, as it turns out. Uh, but so my first job was when I was seventeen uh, years old, graduated high school as a caterer. And did you know that in New York City, as a cater waiter, you made seventeen dollars and fifty cents per hour? That's, that's killer. Yeah, that's like, it's <laughs> like wait, this is amazing. <laughs> so I immediately started catering, and uh, I kind of consider c- catering like the gateway mm-hmm. job. I didn't you, know what it was. I just knew that I was like, that is five times more than minimum wage. Absolutely. Yeah. And I didn't go to college and I'm like still live at home. It was so crazy. Oh, and you're sitting there going, like, you fucking yeah. suckers. Did I have to drive, uh, did I have to drag around a full tuxedo, cummerbund included, all through the subway system? <laughs> you for sure did. All, I sure did. Did I work at Aver Fisher Hall, which was the same place I graduated high school <laughs> 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 immediately? Yeah. You're like, I'm back. Everyone was back. like, you're <laughs> Oh, hi. I wish that I hadn't judged when I was that age, like the people older than me because I, yes. you know, cause that's like my biggest regret is that I would, oh God. Well, you know, you'd look at a 30 year old or a 25 year old right. or a 40 year old and think, oh God, I'm not, you know, and I had all these awful thoughts in my head, which I wished at the time I could have slapped them out of me. Sure. Cause it's just, you know, it's just like pompous young ego bullshit, you know, um, So, as it turns out, out. I catered for many years in New York. That was, like, my main job. And, you know, I'd work a bunch, and then I'd travel. That was my thing. And then I'd come back. And then I turned 21, and then everyone had a college degree. And I had a fresh tuxedo. Mm. (laughs) Were you acting Mm. then?
0: Were you trying to be an actor back then? Yeah. I
2: mean, I was doing, like, plays and, you know, waiting online for open calls. and Like, the
1: thing I have to say, though, is, like, so... You are smart because guess what? Everyone who went to college and then moved to New York City yes. to pursue acting immediately had to work under you at their brand new
2: catering <laughs> That's job. True. They one hundred percent did. Yes, uh, you know I just hopped right in and and I became so I worked for Restaurant Associates Catering and I was one of the first. Female captains, oh, ever amazing that they was all strong slap, yeah. <laughs> and I was like twenty two, twenty three years old, and I was actually proud of myself. And it was, you should be because I was like, wait, because I feel like they treated everyone like shit, and I was definitely like people would tease me and call me uh, what was the 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 Union movie? Uh, oh, Norma way. They'd Sorry. all call me Norma, Norma Ray. because I was like the one that was like, listen, and let me tell you, I. I really am still like that was such a valuable turning point in my life to learn how to be like mm-hmm. hey you can get people to do their job and work together and not treat people
0: like shit. You're yeah. at that, that high. You're probably working like the big big events like the, the Met Gala. So hard? Events, yeah, like well, the, yeah, yeah.
2: I did one of the. I think it was maybe it wasn't the Met Gala, but it was like one of the most famous like yearly daytime Met Opera events. And we did French service. Do you guys know what French service is? No, do so French service is where you. Basically carry a giant silver tray Mm. with all of the 10 to 12 meals on the tray and you individually serve around the table from the left and you have to hold the silver fork and knife a particular way and you have to pick up a big hunk of fucking filet mignon and make it look pretty and it was a whole thing. And by the way, a silver tray of 12 meals is quite heavy. Yes quite heavy and it was hard on your back. So you'd have to like, cause you have to lean down. So I was a bell, a ballet person. So I would like grand plie basically people would make fun of me, but it meant that my foot wasn't like out. So one time I was at med opera <laughs> and I'm so, swe- and by the way, you're literally sweating into their meal. Like you are wearing a doing- polyester,
1: Tuxedo. I mean, if you're holding weight, you are flexing your thighs. This sounds like bar
2: method. yeah, it's a great
0: workout. And you're
2: literally like. dripping sweat into Ew. their food. You're like a little salt. <laughs> <laughs> it's so disgusting. So, I was <laughs> serving this, and I was just, it was one of the fanciest Met Opera events that <gasps> we had yearly. And uh, someone just moved their no, elbow. Fuck, fuck, fuck. And I had just started the in- entire the entire <gasps> giant tray of food went flying, slow motion gravy boat. Oh God! Splattering gravy over. Oh God! I mean, oh, I mean the gravy. And there's also a gravy boat that you're supposed to pick up and pour.
0: Sure, because it's French. So there's sauce. <laughs> gravy
2: boat all over. It was absolutely the funniest thing that's ever happened to me. <laughs> so I. I mean, abs- I've had many other funny things, but I dropped the plate. I was like picking up with my bare hands the food, and I just ran off to the back. <laughs> And I think I
1: left. I know. You just you just go, I quit. And then they're like, that's mm-hmm. it.
2: When I moved to LA, I was like, I'm going to be a bartender. I don't know how. So I'm going to bartend at a strip club where I've never gone. Mm-hmm. And that's what I did. So my first bartending job was at Cheetah's. Wow. I was just going to say, I was like, the only one I really know is oh Cheetah's. And that I artist. told all my friends, I'm like, I'm going to move to LA. I'm going to bartend at a strip club. And they're like, what are you talking about? I've never been to a strip club. I'm like, I'm going to work it out. And then I you know, flashcards at night, practicing my drinks. I went in there and they're like, so like what's the most you've rang? And I'm like, four thousand dollars. Like made that up.
1: But that that's re- that's reasonable. A I mean, high, that's a high. That's, a, that's like
2: that's high. A really that's a, busy a really night. That, I mean I would eventually I would learn to ring that much. So then like a month of bartending there. They're like, um Suna, so we've noticed you actually don't
0: know how to bartend. <laughs> You're like ah. And I was like, you are correct.
2: I did lie to you. I, I lied, but I do but show my cleavage. And I sure do. Here I am. Let's and do
1: this. How, how do you like this as a <laughs> self starter, huh?
2: You got it. Got to give
1: points for the spunk and self starting. Yeah. How I, yeah. Was I want to know how you direct, like would as a strip club bartender is yeah. part of the attitude from you too like a mix of i also want to be part of the show like what do they encourage
2: they it was there it was difficult i don't think i did that well because i think the girls hated me cuz i was like dressing sexy and i uh-huh. and i think it's changed at least at the time i don't really know because i don't i was not popular with the gals which is you want to be popular with the gals sure but mm-hmm. i would dress you know, it's, and it's tough at a strip club because the sure. guys, they do, they would pay more. I mean, they would pay more attention sometimes to the staff mm-hmm. because we were not, you know, it's like that. Well, whole you can like, actually be talked to yeah. and, and yeah, there, yeah. there aren't so many strict rules. Right. And also, you know, a lot of these strip clubs, I mean, I can't speak, this is my only one experience, but like they would put too many girls on. There were nights where they'd make literally $30 and I'd make 300. Wow. Yeah. And it was devastating. Because for them, I, for them, but also yeah, for, for me. because yeah. I'm like, this is bad. Like this is awful. They're like swinging these girls around, were working their ass off. Yeah. These were not like just like stand around girls. No. These were girls that were like on the pole doing amazing shit. These girls were all like super athletic. Yeah, and, like, it's L A. Yeah, you don't. You, I feel bad You get I the said best that. of the best from every small town. <laughs> Yeah. How long did you last with that bartending position at Cheetah's? I worked at Cheetah's for, like, I think about six months because I then I quit. Because I was like, oh, maybe I'll end up in the bottom of the river if I stay working here. Because they would not let you count your drawer. They would, like, do it. And then they'd come mm. back and be like, oh, you're under. Like, they wouldn't let you do your own bank. It was very
0: shady. Okay. I did not like that.
2: Yeah. And, and then I immediately worked at another bar for, like, ten years after that.
0: Ooh, what and was that, that was more like your L.A. celebrity bar? Yeah
2: the dime on Fairfax across from Cantor's and it was right when it first opened hot spot (sighs) so many years ago, 15, 20, 18. Yeah, it was hot spot. It was like Lindsay Lohan to like, like time. Okay. Yeah. That's when LA was really on the map. Yeah. (laughs) We'd have to like stay open late after closing for like celebrities to drink for free till four in the morning and then like get up and leave and not tip. (sighs)
0: <sighs> oh god that was my thing I was like yeah. at least well taken care of and no. the is no
1: absolutely not because
0: they're fucking wasted too and, it's,
1: like- and we go into this all the time too that it's the, the owners will cultivate this culture of I just want to make cool friends and I'm g- gonna give them a bunch of free shit meanwhile yeah. you're like I'm not getting paid enough per hour Mm-mm. to be here three to four hours yeah. later than my fucking shift you tell your stupid rich friends uh-huh. to tip me owners absolutely try and pretend like I yes. got ya, I'm taking care no, of you no they do and then you're and, not being taken care And they, paris, they're not taking, so, yeah.
2: No. And also, but it is true, they are also I'm absolutely angry. wasted. Mm-hmm. So you should, at, at the beginning, and I was always the most vocal bitch in that. All I these know, scenarios. that's why I like you. There was one, this is the most, this was horrifying when I, there was one night, okay, so Brandon Davis is like the son of like a billionaire guy. I think he was on like a show.
0: Okay.
2: Like a, like a children of celebrities reality show for a while.
0: Yeah. Because that's also when you were bartending is when fucking yes. reality TV came in. Yes. Because it was at the writer's strike, right? Right, sure. Yes.
2: When everyone thought that
1: we needed to know what the Oz, Ozzy Osbourne and his family right. was
0: up to. So it was a whole new breed of celebrity that had <laughs> and, and been young fucking idiots. birthed in the pits of hell. Yep. Mm-hmm. So he was in there one night,
2: late, wasted. He might be sober now. I don't know. And we were closing up. We are like trying to wrap it up. And he pulled out a stash of money in his pocket. And... It was hundreds. Pulled out hundred dollar bills, ripped them up, and threw them at us. <gasps> Here's your tip. And he gave Tape you. It. He gave you money confetti. He wanted us to like grovel, uh, uh, grovel, uh, uh, sir, like sir. One, like, this will feed me for, for a year. Can you believe it? We, Andrew's face right now no, is like. I, ever, I mean, that's like know? the bottom of the. You know, I mean, it's like you feel. You know, you're struggling to feel okay about yeah. just. You know, and I made a shit ton of money. I made more money on that that job than probably any other professional job of yeah. had.
0: Yeah. Um, so That's like no up with, uh, I mean, God. But that so, is like you, the, the shaming disgusting. that went
2: on. I was just like, that is, you're like a disgusting person. Like that is yeah.
1: disgusting. It's sociopath behavior. Narcissistic yeah. sociopath yeah. bullshit. That is when you are allowed to take the pieces, crumple them up, Put them in your mouth and get them really wet and then throw it right back at them. Spit them, spit money back at them.
0: Any other fun highlight stories? Any like big memories Uh, you want to share? Celebrities. I don't know. I mean, there was like,
2: that was like the Britney Spears time where she'd like come in and like be coked out of her head and like, you know. Do, uh, we'd we'd get all the bathroom, the like the dirty bathroom stories from the bathroom girls because it was so. The uh-huh. dime also bathroom opened attendance. another place called Winston's, uh-huh. and Winston's was like more of a club. And there was bathroom attendants, and there was like bathroom attendants that at the end of the night would always just give us like the juiciest shit,
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: like just real dirty, like you know, bad cocaine run to the bathroom poop stories. You know, you never you always want to hear a good poop story, yeah, a celebrity always. from a bathroom attendant. <laughs> um i'm always amazed when i was like working with all these celebrities that were getting bad coke i'm like okay the one thing that i will want if and when i ever am in a position coke. is good cocaine yes is the one thing that you should this is the two,
0: yeah, two like, things I want, like, celebrities should get cocaine good
2: coke that doesn't make you like have to ship in 10 minutes and two a goddamn driver Why are you Mm -hmm. driving? Driving. Why are you doing any of these things? You have a chauffeur. I don't understand. I don't Mm -hmm. understand. Like, like the end of the night, Lindsay Lohan, this poor thing would be like back and forth alone at three in the morning, paparazzi in front, paparazzi in back by by herself, wasted, like not knowing how to get out. I'm like, how did you not plan this ahead of time? How do you not have anyone with you to like do this?
0: I think LA's, I'm glad that LA uh, has Uber and Lyft now. It's like really one of yeah. the things where it's like, there used to be like, you couldn't even call it fucking cab. It yeah. saved cab. lives. Uh, it yeah.
1: saved probably uncountable lives. I can't even imagine how many lives.
0: Mean. Yeah. I'm sorry in advance
2: to all the people that I hey, definitely listen. gave too many drinks to that I didn't know if they were driving or not or walking. I mean, I will say it was a local bar. So there was a lot of stumbling home. Sure. Which so I did as well. A bar.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: I wouldn't think
1: too hard about it. We all have to make our own choices. I've been willfully overserved many a
0: time. Oh yeah. And have made very dumb choices oh, yes. after that. And I've just made terrible, terrible choices. <laughs> I can like keep my cool, like I'm not yeah. like a you know, I'm like a I keep I my fall cool apart until once I don't. get in the
1: door. Mm-hmm. Like, I've, I've got this um sort of detonate switch that's like hold it together, <laughs> hold it together, and then I will start to come apart a little bit in an Uber, me too, because I'm like,
2: hmm, <laughs> at least <laughs> I'm not closer. driving
1: to home, right? And then by the time they're in front of my house, I've gone from friendly and chatty to just like. <laughs> like slam the door roll out
0: and then I get in my door and then like face down lights on yeah Yeah, there's a lot of like uh, it looks like a little tornado little tornado has hit that's right my home there's a trail. You know, there could be a trail of clothing to the... To the fridge. The, yeah, to the fridge. To the bathroom. A little bit of trail you can follow and see. Retrace the footprints of where uh, Andrea's been when she's got home and she's had too many. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, yep.
1: The National Weather Service has issued a tornado warning until further notice.
0: All right. Well... Let's get into today's another topic. good segue. I know, like everybody's <laughs> like, we're already so angry talking about <laughs> terrible, terrible people. Um, this week, this week's subject is uh, bar crawls, pub crawls. Oh, oh yeah. Well, we're in the really good. It's Mardi Gras. Everybody's feeling the spirit. Um, it's March is here. It is St. Patty's Day is around the corner. So we thought we would really tackle um, this subject, which uh, gives me the shivers.
1: Mm -hmm. to be honest
0: Villon gives me the willies Um, so a pub crawl also known as a bar tour a bar crawl or bar hopping um, in case you guys didn't know it's the act of drinking in multiple pubs and bars (laughs) in a single (laughs) night okay that's the definition Um, it's a planned event by an organization or a group of friends where people move from bar to bar like we said before at pre-designated times Um, sometimes they're all fucking dressed alike there are themes um, you know, and the origin itself has seemingly um, come from University of Illinois Urbana-Champaign because they used to have so many bars that were so close together, and because you could drink when you were nineteen. Is when it started, that's kind of where they would just like start at on one end and like go to the other. So, very does it have a year county. on that? Because
1: that's when when my folks were of college age, the drinking age in Michigan was 18. And yeah. Then, oh, wow. yeah,
0: I should look. I think I meant to do a little more research, but it, I'm sure it has changed uh, by now. Oh, it went back up yeah. to 21 yeah. real, real fast
1: quick. after that. After
0: the, after they put the fires out, they, <laughs> they, they after put everyone the... was like, oh, drunk driving's a thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. Um, so bark crawls pub crawls if you've ever like had the luxury of working at a restaurant or a bar when one comes in i think we all know are very hard and very fast i love them because it's like in and out Out. fucking in and and out it's true and it depends on and we you know so most bar crawls are it's an organized event with so many designated bars you hit there's a whole map and people like come into one bar for probably like 16 minutes total right wouldn't you say
2: I mean, I, I don't think I've served a bunch or even gone on a bunch, but I the ones that I remember were like, you know, yeah, about mm-hmm. 30, not even,
0: like a little over half an hour. It's like a Saturday afternoon. And then yeah. like, li- then like you know, 70 people dressed like elves show up. <laughs> they all want a weird beer eggnog special that you have.
1: And is there, I, I'm curious, like, do you... No in advance if you're oh, gonna yes. get like you have to be sort of you certainly should
2: be prompted. That's, okay, yeah. That's Most what, places Is this I a have consensual worked? pub crawl? There are it isn't I often though. Here's I've the, the ones that I've had, they're right. just like independent pub That's crawls. The thing. Where it's they can ten be idiots. independent okay. where they're just
0: like, We're a bachelorette party and we fucking decided that we're gonna like get a party bus and then like we are here now. But the thing about pub crawls now is they become like an intramural like co-ed league essentially (laughs) there is big businesses national and regional that like specialize in organizing the big pub pub crawl industry it's true (laughs) catering to like different fucking big pub niches (laughs) catering to big pub um there's kind of a there's a pub crawl for for everyone well there's probably a pub crawl for everything too like any you're like
1: guys we're getting drunk to curate no no actually
0: There is that which I kind of work get into, but if, let's talk about it. Okay. There's uh there is one one pub crawl that I found that's out of Nashville, and it's a Tom Hanks pub crawl. Okay, um, and it's from a company called Weird Pub Crawl's, but they specifically. <laughs> Pair like um, a good cause organization with a pub crawl, and I think they try and make it like a little bit more classing. So this was like the you know the T Hanks the thanks a Thanksgiving T Hanks giving pub crawl mm-hmm. where they did, and then everybody dressed as their favorite Tom Hanks character from their favorite Tom sure. Hanks movie. So that one's pretty specific, pretty pretty weird, but if we're really going to, like, talk about, like, the, the bad ones. Um, Why do you need but, a
2: reason? I don't know. To, like, to, to
0: drink, day drink?
2: I'm not a group. Pl- I, the I idea of, too. Like, yeah. Big
0: organizational anything. I'm like, Ugh. I know. But, like, so many fucking people do this, though. Like, this is the real world. So let's start with uh, SantaCon. Should we just start with the worst? Santa- the oh. worst well, if you've, ever,
1: if you've ever listened to the podcast, which we all know you guys have, you know our stance on SantaCon. It's a rape convention. Yep. Yeah. Predator Central. Yeah,
0: but did you know the history? The first SantaCon was in nineteen ninety four in San Francisco, um, and it was created to basically um, be like an anti-establishment <laughs> movement. That was basically like making fun of the absurdity that was Christmas and how over-commercialized it has gotten. Mm-hmm. Um, um, so then, this the concept spread across the country and then the world. Um, but the spirit of the event has changed over time. It's attracted d bags, quickly becoming a uh, perverted by frat houses and the elite who want to replicate the parts uh, of it they like, namely dressing up and drinking, and it- having nothing to do with like anti-capitalism. <laughs> at the roots um, and now it's just one big fucking drunk fuck Yeah, I don't Christmas think there's any
2: eliteness at play here. I don't know what the <laughs> Who are the well, people, elite?
0: I think there's an eliteness and it's like, oh, I can fucking afford to like drink and get drunk all day and I don't give a fuck about okay, like Okay, sure, sure, sure. Oh, privilege. You know I mean? Yeah, yes. privilege. <laughs> privilege. without a doubt.
2: Yeah. The upper right. class elite. Right. Oh, uh, right. We're going to do SantaCon this year. Who's I in? I know, right. No, I feel like they're more like, should we do an ugly sweater <laughs> yeah. party? Does anyone know where
0: to get one? Well, that yes. is also. I know.
2: Does anyone? <laughs> I've heard of one. I've never I've even seen one. something ugly. <laughs> yeah. Not in my house. <laughs> Are we going to
0: have to go into town? <laughs> SantaCon, I think, is kind of set aside in my eyes in that it's just like total chaos that descends on the city at the same time. There's no, there's no like flow to it in my eyes. You mm-hmm. know, it's gotten right. so out of hand that it's just like every, it's just it's every just a bar. Di- it's crawl. a day yeah. marked
1: on the calendar in most major cities where everyone's like, uh, let's shut, shudder the place. Yeah, everyone, yeah. get your
2: pepper spray, polish the shotgun. I want to open a <laughs> you know? bar in New York just. So that I can close it on Santa. Claus.
0: <laughs> that's totally like amazing. that's like the it. only
2: reason why I want to open it. Just for that one day a year. P- <laughs> uh, people
1: started pushing back this year in New York, and we're just like up uh, Santa Santa clowns,
0: not welcome, <laughs> not welcome. Oh, good, mm-hmm. because it is. It's like it's like a city wide bar crawl, and it's it's like a free for all. Um, so that starting and being the worst, you know, there's one in Chicago called t Box. Um, which is the 12 Bars of Christmas. They call it T-Box. Mm-hmm. Same thing, so a huge bar crawl. Everybody dresses as, like, Santa, drunken elves, candy canes, ugly sweaters, the whole thing. <sighs> Living in Chicago specifically and witnessing this event, I have seen a lot of crying candy canes and elves and little girls ah! sitting in gutters in the snowy streets. So upset.
2: Oh, my God. Yeah, because I really. Why, why? Why? What happened? I don't know. Where, where am I? Have you guys, have either of you gone on a bar crawl? I have done,
0: yes. I I think I went on like a bus dive bar crawl like situation. Or you did. I (laughs) did back in in a long time ago in Chicago. But it was like, I think we were all pretty well behaved. You know, it was just like old man drinking bars that we would hit in daylight hours Mm, and drink a couple there. But never have I ever gone uh, full costume from bar to bar to bar to bar. No. Although my brother has rented a party bus for his wedding, so there'll be some bar crawling happening in April. So I'll let everybody know how that goes. But the thing about that is I can, like, leave whenever I want.
2: Knowing
1: your brother, I mean, he got kicked out of a TGI Fridays in Norway. So it's
0: going to (laughs) be... He's gonna wow! It's gonna get a little live. Let's just say it's gonna be a mudslide of an evening. You know what I mean? <laughs> They're gonna mudslide in a marriage. So What's gonna happen with I think, that? I think for me, before I, I was ruined too young
1: by working at establishments that had. You know, where yeah. you're like, what, what's that bus out front? And then you just see these <laughs> monsters start piling up. No, let us yeah. in. And I that, think I was like, I can never do that to somebody. Yeah. I'm a drunk terrorist on my own, but it'll never be in an organized right. situation. Yeah. Right. So, so now, I never did it. You yeah. pay
0: a fee up front. Wow, why? Like, like, you're, like you're running a marathon. You know, you're in you're in training. Oh a lot of people God. are. Wearing. Um, so you, there's these bigger organizations That say, um, come to this like amazing pub crawl crawl today. There's one called the Wizard Pub Crawl. So everybody dresses like fucking Harry Potter, and then you get to like choose what house you are, and then you wear a color and segregate yourself, and then everybody like fights to the death. Basically, Um, I wish. Um, But these are the themes. Like so, there's like cosplay nerd pub crawls now, stuff like that. But um, you basically register online at like an Eventbrite space. You pay fifty bucks. You get like a, a memorable cup. Or, you know, that you get to should hold, hold on to all day a plastic cup. But that's what you get refilled Bro, every place you go. Fee- should
2: we become pub crawl organizers? <laughs> yeah, maybe. Because it, it seems $50 pretty easy will. and yeah. we
0: could probably make it fun. Actually, uh, a local Reno pub crawl company um, has descended into a little bit of chaos because you have... This national, these national companies who are also organizing pub crawls in cities that they don't even live in, that they aren't even in, and then and then all these people descend on bars, and the bars have no idea that there's going to be a pub crawl at the time, and they've paid fifty dollars, and, and you're $50. not putting something in their no cup yeah. other than, <laughs> <Then> like <laughs> and something regular price, yeah. yeah. No one's happy to see you. There's no theme for the day, um, and then the a, theme is get the fuck, get out, the fuck out of the out. bar. Yep. Um, also, a lot of there's a lot of scams happening at the you know, this too, where people will pay. What? Yeah. What do you know? What? In a world of capitalism and alcohol combined? But you told me to be at this bar at this time and I thought I was, I thought it was a meetup. I thought we're all going to get drunk together and go from bar to bar. You're telling me I paid $50 just to, just, just, just to sit here here and drink? No one, no one's in any, no one's in a tutu. No one's in a tutu! (laughs) Let's name a few other pub crawls while we're here. There's a Boston Freedom Trail pub crawl in Boston. Like, you need a reason to drink in Boston. Here's another one um, that you can just, like, ye old pub crawl, get dressed in old-timey colonial garb, and just get shwasted down uh-huh, the street. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, obviously, we know about St. Patrick's Day pub crawls, um, which are everywhere, and we're all afraid to be a part of, for sure. There's a superhero crawl in Reno, which, um, from eight, p.m until 4 a.m that's what it says because i think in 24 hours in nevada laws you can Mm -hmm. drink all day long so this goes from 8 p.m to 4 a.m so the city crawls with superheroes from every generation it costs ten dollars to participate and you get a map you get a cup um and you just (laughs) get out there and you drink your fucking face off and there's probably there's gonna be uh, superheroes vomiting In in the streets Fucking in alleys um, Peeing on cars You know Like your heroes Are gonna become Your zeros basically Is what I'm thinking Is gonna yeah, be happening
2: Is there a crawl Where the people Literally crawl Crawl Like wearing oh, diapers That baby, would be oh, Like a baby like baby crawl? we like go a, We're brainstorming a, Right now <laughs> The new <adult>. company <laughs> uh, There are people That are into Wearing diapers Hi-yo. Like oh, up. You <gasps>
0: pee right In your diaper No yes. what about Like what a about, literal Baby bar
1: crawl You get get pushed around in a stroller while you're really drunk there and you, you get pushed into bars with your empty cup <laughs> and you're like, oh, I'll fill up my cup, my, my sippy wa- cup. Fill I up
2: wa- my cup.
0: And you do actually get to wear diapers though, because that's ideal. You just piss right in. There's ghost tour pub crawls, which could be,
2: you know, I'm not
0: not into that.
2: Ghosts are not showing up for you, in that case. Not when you're drunk. You should get really high. I mean, they're they're not showing up for a group of people. They're not, they're not, they're not, they're not not here to perform for you. you. You're right.
0: You're right. Unless they really, really want to and wanted to be a performer. (laughs) Uh, Minneapolis has a huge zombie pub crawl, which you know. I don't know. That's what it
1: feels like. Yeah, you don't even that's what St. The Patrick's theme. Day
0: is, in my opinion, is just one big drunk zombie day. <laughs> I, it was just like people just being like burrito, <laughs> <laughs> burr, and uh, some ay. someone bit me, so, so, so you someone know totally bit me. Uh, and then Anchorage has a huge pirate pub crawl. It's like apparently a humongous thing. Um, you go to thirty different bars and then you return. Wait. Oh. I steal. Okay. Are you stealing?
1: Things? Drunken sailor would, because that's my when I I used to have this really bad habit when I would get wasted myself. My right eye would clamp shut, Ooh. and so everyone would be like, "Oh God, Brooke, you know Brook's papaya." Bro- Brook Beard's been, here, she's and, and like, another <laughs> lemon drop, matey. <laughs> Who shall I cheat on my fiancé with tonight? <laughs>
2: Are you looking at me, treasure?
0: So anyway, I've broken it down. I have said what pub crawls are all are. We all see how ridiculous is this is. So like, how does this affect the restaurant itself? How does this yeah, affect the let's servers? Let's talk about the perspective. How of does of the this bartenders? affect the bartenders? I hope by giving them lots of money. I mean, that's the point of. I think a lot of businesses doing that is to drum up business. So. Maybe on a Saturday afternoon when things are dead, you get a pop, maybe to have people return.
1: I mean, are they prepping everyone in advance to be like, "All right, uh, we're hitting twelve places. Everyone, no. so everyone has. No. Are they like twelve up? singles on them at the very least? Yeah. So with each place, are they, you are throw down one dollar. There I, should there be a, a
2: service charge for each bar, like on top of it, because again, we have, I think we've already established that drunk people have a hard time remembering to tip.
0: It's true, mm-hmm. and.
2: So if you're like the last five bars on that crawl. Yes, God help you. You're screwed. You're so screwed. Uh, <laughs> yeah, like the just... bar thing that would go on towards the end. There's definitely like who's, who. how many times have you had to like clean up vomit in a bar? Oh, yeah. I don't know if you've. Yeah, the bathroom back, you situation have, have,
0: alone. Disgusting. N- makes my skin crawl. And the person who's in charge of like that. And just like so much fucking disregard during pub crawls of anything any personal space yeah you know anyone like
1: i just feel for anyone who's like well my boyfriend and i are going to go have a nice brunch or
0: like i'm going to take grandma out so this yep. is it this i think i think as an establishment you need to prompt any regular guests that would come in like that as a day a pub crawl producer have, like signs yeah. up and say warning pub crawl coming saturday from <laughs> 2 to 3
2: sorry <laughs> so i think
0: like how to prepare yourself uh, for a day like this in the restaurant is one overstaff, right? Yeah, I A think few so. extra hands for the big pot behind the bar, extra people to help clean up, more kitchen staff because shit's going to get crazy and everybody's going to come all at once. So might as well be But if prepared. they're only
1: staying for like a half hour and they're supposed to keep a move on, the kitchen probably is not necessarily getting That's hit
2: true. unless They should included, also have specialty drinks prepared. That's the thing. And most of stuff. them batch, do. yeah.
0: Most of them do have like a drink special and you know, here's another tip keep it low A B V like sell yes. that shitty Bud Light, you know? Like yes. and also no shots should be allowed whatsoever. At these they can things. pay
2: for it if they want it. Yeah. You know. but Or you could just say no. Make those juicy shots. I learned how to make really oh, yeah. like juicy, you know, like that tasted like booze. Sure. But weren't really really that 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 but it's it just shops
0: and juice. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. another point. Don't use glass. No glass. No glass for People you. People start shanking each other. Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> Mm-hmm. It's
1: just gonna, you know, it's just gonna happen. My question though, at the top of this with some of these bigger organizations, so people are paying fifty dollars. And is that fifty dollar getting them whatever gets poured into their cup? Or is Sometimes it fifty dollars just are per-
0: included? Sometimes it's just like the 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 fee you pay to be a part of it, and yeah. you get like a commemorative cup and a t-shirt.
1: So yeah, what like what the hell? Like this many people all opening and closing a one drink check. Also yeah. each time like right. that, that's
0: more chaotic oh, that's than giving true. them or the being drink like, here's is- your ticket for this place. If you lose your right. ticket, you don't get your drink. Yeah, I like, have. I have actually. They should be like, you need they to have cash. Yeah. Or
1: just be like, y'all better show up with like, we work with, with cash. the bars. Everything's going to be yeah. about this much money or so on and so forth. But like, I'm having panic just thinking about running cards, keeping track of everyone in there and all the pens you are going to lose. Beef up security is another Thing. Mm, or or have that be the one day where you're like well, we, someone have, have, have a big husband or in somebody here, yeah
0: please. yeah or have security i mean people need to be fucking casing like people at the door and saying like are can you come in are we the last one on the stop yeah. are you can you even come in here so on top of security i think there needs to be um strict no tolerance rules basically I think and too- be like if you like a one strike and you're fucking out mm-hmm. and also if you're with a group of people and one person fucks up the whole, the group, whole goes. group goes whole wait group is goes. there
2: oh that's a good question or i would never know is there one person that's like sober like a chaperone yeah like a chaperone no it
0: would be funny if there was and you were what like all on be. like a kindergarten like ring you're or all, like all, a all representative of the of, Count the, off. of the one. production team <laughs> <Der>. <laughs> There
1: were 17 yeah, people, when we
0: lost. We lost. There's got to be an angel, a bar crawl angel. Well, that- Fuck. There's like now. There's like 5Ks that start with a 5K, and then you go directly into a bar crawl after. You know, no, it's
1: like you ran 3.3 miles. You.
0: Fucking <laughs> monster. That's a lot for some people, but oh. they're like, I deserve this now. I deserve to drink I'm- all day now. I also feel like if
1: you are last stop on the bar crawl, that it might also be a little bit of, um. great, you had your drink, you ain't staying. Yeah, that's Like true. even if some of you are behaving, this is now not nap time. This is not like get yourself
2: together it's on our half dime. the amount of people come too. There's no exactly. way everyone makes it and to the end. And I wonder if
0: it's like an annual thing if like you have to trade off who is like the last one or the if last. it's always the last I
1: guarantee one. it's probably a bar that's already like listen we are like the town the town drunk you know we yeah. we deal with people like this 24/7 this is not going to be any different from our usual clientele <laughs> you know and maybe they celebrate it they make it really fun they're they're just prepped for it but i feel like it's a real special kind of disaster dive <laughs> bar that's like yeah we'll be number 12 why
0: is this like last bar hand drawn onto this map and it's called kidney stealers like (laughs) so I assume none of this makes you guys want to go on a pub crawl with me anytime soon because I got us tickets and we're leaving right after this I can't tell you other than maybe like
1: Thanksgiving day with tons and tons and tons of food in my system and a couple
0: naps I can't tell you the last time I've attempted 12 drinks Plus it's day drinking and day drinking is, you know, it's a young sport.
1: It is. It's, I mean, I just, I truly, anytime I've participated, I'm like, well, that's weird. It's like 5 PM. And you're like, now what? Yeah. It's it's like the serotonin suck
0: for sure. You just are going to be hung over by 9 PM. It happens. Or you just keep drinking until 30 hours in the morning. I mean, you know, most people start at 8 AM and. Shut down the bar. This is a real thing. A
1: lot of these things are rites of passages. Like, I think too, this might also attract a little bit of what's scary, like amateur people who yeah. are like, a
0: pub crawl. Well, that sounds social and fun, and I should yeah. get out more. And, that's and what really you're what like, it oh, is, is people no, like they're participating. It's, it's a hive mind.
2: Tell you what, right now, I want to drink. I know. I would drink. <laughs> I want to in the r- sun in the pool r- right,
0: r- right now. I literally, was just like, <laughs>
1: let's have a drink together. But I'm going to work tonight. <laughs> oh, girl, fuck. it's okay. Listen, I'm not. I'm not gonna be mad at any money coming my way. It's all good.
0: Well, God, I feel. I mean I feel like very accomplished I got up today and worked out and it's sunny outside and we're doing this podcast and I'm not drunk in a bar somewhere but if you are totally fine and I feel like it's kind of like pub crawl season with Mardi Gras with St. Patrick's with the Cinco de Mayo's it's cold and shitty in a lot of other parts of the country and I think that's just like people like people get a little stir crazy you, yeah. so why not go drink with strangers all day long I, <laughs> listen I do not m- fucking behave I do
1: not miss the, the winter blues the sort of rut where you do choose drinking as entertainment for our bar Tenders who do do this, like efficiency only. Yeah. You don't even have to smile if you don't want to because these people aren't sticking around long enough to even yelp about you. Hopefully. Yeah. Hold on. I guarantee well, there are so pub crawling oh, yelps, <laughs> like nasty. Y- I mean, who am I kidding? Everything has been yelped under the sun. But I think the, you know, be efficient. Know what's coming at you. You don't have to do anything about and yeah. Beyond that. Yep. Because a terrorist organization has just landed on you, you know? <laughs> I
0: also think, and with my experience with pub crawls, it's like, it is a different kind of transaction. Yes. It is a, uh, hmm okay, one and done. like yep, one and done, and you can yell, like, next, yep. next, yep. what are you
1: having? What are you having, yep. sir? Ugh. What, you know, it's, well, and also, That was
2: my, this one side note of bartending years of it and learning how to do it well, is you ask kind of like just ask everybody what they want at mm-hmm. the same time because the <laughs> chances are that they're all getting the same shit is very high well and yes. then most that's of the, the choices, one thing again, that, the so you're options. like what do y'all want and it's like vodka soda vodka soda vodka soda it's like all oh, you're like oh I can do all this shit at one time Perfect. do that great bar crawl bartenders yes they're all gonna want a beer just make them all
0: yeah. Well, God, everybody, be safe out there with these prob crawl journeys. I sure know that my mudslide bus ride will probably end in not disaster, love and happiness, love and happiness, mm-hmm. nuptials, yeah. as they say. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Here's a tip:
2: when you're installing pre-bought things like mirrors, art, shelving, decorative stuff for your decorative house. Okay, things. Got it do not use the anchors that they give you with the item because they are always horrible they're always the twisty ones the ones that are supposed to twist into the wall and unless you're really good at doing it they shouldn't like you have to buy the anchors that go flat straight into the wall like a tube the other ones you'll never do them right and it will always fall off the wall and if you're trying to take it off later you're going to pull rip off the a giant piece of drywall. This is something that drives me crazy because obviously I'm also hired to do this. Yeah. And I will never, ever, ever use them. And that's just every time I'll go to someone's house, they're like, I tried to use the thing. They're always bad. You just buy the plastic ones that are like tubes instead that. of, instead of the screw kind yeah. anchors. Those are terrible. And you now. can get
1: crafty if you don't like the, where they've put the hardware either you know, on the back of a piece of art or whatever, yep. you can go get some of that del- like delightful picture-hanging wire. Yeah. Go get some stuff from the craft store. <laughs> go get a little, you know, electric screwdriver, and you make it work for Do you. Do it yourself, you... Figure it out, you. And then, and then when you fucked up your walls because you refuse it's, to measure anything, it's called a magic
0: eraser for a reason, people. Oh yeah, just wear gloves. I love a magic just eraser. Wear, wear some gloves when you handle a magic eraser. Oh really? Because boy, oh boy, is it made of not good things. Really? I think they're really full of like formaldehyde and chemicals and creepy. So well, just be aware. All right. Of where all right. I use it really briefly to get yeah. some scuffs I off mean, my wall. I'm the kind of. I am also like I use as I use chemical free. Cleaners, but I still have a bottle of bleach for certain things, you know, blood.
1: Well, guys, thanks for listening to SideWork uh, Podcast. Thanks for being yeah. here. Thank you. Thanks thank for having you. me. Yeah,
0: awesome. Well, you guys, always thanks for listening. Uh, if you haven't already, please head over to Spotify, uh, Apple Tunes, wherever you are listening to us. Go ahead and give us five stars. Give us a little review if you want to. We obviously want it to be good, but God, if you hate us, then there's and nothing just shut you can up. do about it. We can't
1: do nothing about that. <laughs> uh, and please, like we said, server submitted stories are always needed and wanted. Hit us up, SideWork Pod gmail.com
0: and you know how we end every show from now on that's right godspeed and good tips